0: Lara. Hello, Joe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grave Switchers,
1: the podcast that's all about writing horror's wrongs.
0: So we've got a little formula that we like to use on our movies that we watch to see if we can make them better.
1: It's called shoot, recruit, revive. So each week we shoot a character from the film who survived the events of the film.
0: We recruit another character or not a real life person. To see if it can make the movie better or to help the gang out.
1: And we revive someone who died and we wish didn't.
0: Mm. I said real life person.
1: (laughs) So that's the formula.
0: That's the formula. What's the movie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that's the formula. Shall we get into it?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. So what movie are you doing today, Lo? I know, because I watched it. Do you want to tell everyone?
1: Yeah, so this week we are sticking with the Scream theme.
0: Scream theme.
1: And we are doing Scream 3 from the year 2000.
0: And did you like it?
1: So, first of all, we should say it's been a while since we watched this. Been about two weeks, yeah. And we've watched a lot of Scream films since
0: we watched all the others yeah
1: because we we watched uh we wanted to watch the whole existing films before we saw screen 2022 exactly but then we also wanted to talk about screen 2022 first so exactly so we are a little bit i mean i am a bit rusty on this film they have all merged together in my head Mm. but we just watched a five minute movie recap on youtube
0: yeah we did so that helped and, um, obviously, spoilers for all the Scream movies now, because you know where we're going to go. Yeah. So have you got a synopsis you want to write, uh, read?
1: Um, I've just, I found a review that summed it up a bit. Oh, yeah? So, basically, this is it. They say, Scream 3 picks up a few years down the track from the second instalment. Cotton now hosts a talk show with the cringe-inducingly punny title 100% Cotton. Dewey and Gail have broken up again. Gail is back to being a current affairs anchor, while Dewey is now an assistant on Stab 3, the latest instalment of the film series based on their real-life Woodsboro murders. Sydney is living in seclusion, working as a counsellor for the the Women's Help hotline, with only Dewey and her father knowing where she actually is. But when the kills happen in this one, the victims are accompanied by a photo of Sydney's mother, Maureen Prescott, the very first victim in the Woodsboro murders, all of them showing her around the age of 18, the only time in her life when no one knows where she was or what she was doing. From this interesting and promising opening comes a pretty decent little mystery-slash-comedy-slash-thriller. That's it.
0: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Sums it up. Yeah, sums up very well.
1: Yeah.
0: But... It's not as good as the first two, is it?
1: It's not. So I was like, didn't love Scream 2 in our episode for Scream 2, which was a couple of weeks ago. You can check that one out. Um, but this film made me like Scream 2 more, if that makes sense.
0: Mm. I agree. I think this one is, it's the worst one out of all of them. Now we've seen all five. Yeah, 100%. It is the worst one. Definitely. Partly because it just pussies out on like, like the kills, not that I'm a, a gore monster, but a gore whore. Yeah, but it just doesn't, it like plays it safe. It's really annoying when you think something's playing it really, really safe. Yeah. And it's really
1: different in terms of that.
0: And it kind of tries to be funny, but it's not, it's not as funny. No. Um, the thing is, because like if you're just trying to, you know, present these movies as like just like standard comedies, it's not going to work. It's got to be funny and scary for it to be funny.
1: Yeah, there's not really any, like, threat or scariness. Don't really care about any of the characters that are getting killed. No. Because we don't know any of them. No. The opening scene is so bad compared to all the other opening scenes.
0: Yeah.
1: That kill is rubbish. It's bad. I don't know, yeah. well, it's not Well, it's not enjoyable. It's fine. It's good. It's... I just wish, really, that they'd left it and that Scream 4 was the third... Hmm. Because I think that would have been a better end to that trilogy. Yeah. And then they could do this new. I don't think this film is necessary. It doesn't add anything. I agree. Except a cute dog. I don't remember. She has a dog, Sydney.
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: And he survives.
0: Yeah, because he doesn't go anywhere. He's just at home. Yeah. (laughs) Right, should we shoot Recruit and Revive?
1: Yes, why not?
0: Who's going first?
1: So I think like, i keep going first So I reckon you should go first Alright,
0: I am going to go first And I am going To Shoot Mark Kincaid Who is the detective
1: Detective Kincaid Played
0: by Patrick Dempsey Is that him?
1: That sounds, yeah. That sounds right
0: Yeah, bloody I'll well, go that And um, he doesn't really do anything actually so you know we always you know with gail's always like i've solved three of them, three of these yeah scream murder blots but she hasn't like the killer just kills enough people and then reveals themselves
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i wouldn't say that anyone has solved anything
1: no
0: so um but certainly not this detective yeah he doesn't do anything at least
1: there's finally a detective on the case. Yeah, but well, he doesn't do anything, you're right.
0: I I prefer st- like Dewey was actually doing more detective work in the other movies. Yeah. This guy, you know, he just he just, he, he sits in his office, but he doesn't really he's not really a help. And that's part of the reason, and the second of the reason. Second of the reason. <laughs> we went to see Scream 5, and you know my thoughts. They should have killed Sydney.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, um, you say like, you know, she's on the phone at the in-screen vibe. She's like, oh, you know, something about Mark who we haven't seen since this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And so that's like clinging on to him being like some sort of recurring character, but he's never recurred. No. He's only ever occurred once.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was in this movie. And he didn't make, it wasn't like he was an amazing ca- character.
1: No. So just let him, it. let
0: him die or let him slide down the river. Um, Certainly, don't want to use him as an excuse not to kill Sydney.
1: No, later on. I don't think anyone cares about him. Yeah, okay. So it's just then? the children.
0: <sighs> I'm. I don't care about the fictitious children that I've never seen. Oh. So they can they they cannot exist as well.
1: Yeah. So bam. Pew <laughs> pew. Are you going to shoot? Um. Yeah, so I had a shoot and I just, in that video we just watched, realised that my person was apparently killed. I don't remember that at all.
0: You are pretty good at shooting dead people, aren't you?
1: <laughs> so I originally had John Milton.
0: You forgot he got his throat slit?
1: Yeah, I completely forgot that. They in the climax back. of the movie. So John Milton is the creepy movie producer who I feel like is based on Harvey Weinstein. Who is the producer of these scream films? But um, yeah, he's pretty creepy. He basically admits to doing some Harvey-esque stuff. Mm. Uh, he's not a good person, a hundred percent. So he was an easy one for me. But then apparently they bring him back. He's in a cupboard mm. and they slit his throat. So I had to think on the fly. Couldn't remember any other characters. Everybody was killed. So I uh, also said. Detective Kincaid.
0: Oh, didn't expect you to have the same one as that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just there's no one else that you know because all the minor minor characters I don't remember them. Okay. But yeah, he was pretty useless, I said. And he had that weird (laughs) scene with Sydney where I guess it was meant to be flirting, but I didn't read that at all at the time. And he was like, she was like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" And he was like, "My life." She was like, "Same." (laughs) Do you remember that? <laughs> just, that was just lame, is not it? Like, what is his backstory? What has he seen? Yeah. What's happened well, to
0: a, him? He's a homicide detective, so he's yeah, seen
1: a lot of death. but, like, it's not his life. You can't be, like...
0: I'm sure that that...
1: Mm. Sydney has had a, a horror movie life. Yeah. Detective Kincaid has just been around.
0: You don't know what he's seen as homicide detective in LA.
1: Yeah, I don't know what he's seen, but that's what I mean. It's very random, little...
0: I'm sure he has seen a lot of death.
1: Anyway, it was creepy, and I guess it was meant to be flirty, and then I was like, why is he there? I didn't even think that there was any romance between them.
0: No, I didn't get it.
1: And then in the last scene, he's, like, at her house watching a movie, and I was like, why is he there? Mm. Really strange. So, yeah, he was a bit of a weird love interest.
0: Yeah, a bit him off.
1: Yeah. And the par- I did read that apparently, like, they just... They had him turn up, because he didn't do anything at the end. He comes to, like, rescue everyone, but he just gets knocked unconscious. So he's not part of solving anything. Um, And I read that, yeah, they were just like, his arc didn't go anywhere. So they just had to bring him back for the final scene. So literally, he just is completely useless. Hmm. So, yeah, he can die. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely, he's gone. Get out of there. Mm -hmm. Recruit. I am going to recruit. See, what... Like was I know like we don't really necessarily like any of the the new characters. None of them, you know, none of them really flourish. But that the, the lady that played Gale Weathers, uh-huh. Park Posey,
1: yeah,
0: that was quite an interesting thing that they're doing there, yeah, like them two hanging out, and that was quite fun. It could have been more fun. So I am going to. I thought it might be more fun to have um, a more enjoyable Sydney in the mix. I didn't really like the movie Sydney. I think she was a bit bland. She could have been like funnier. I reckon it was probably a bit of a missed opportunity. So I would like to have got someone in with a bit more, I don't know, just a bit more interesting. And I, I couldn't really think maybe necessarily. I thought Kate Beckinsale would be quite good, um, like Neve Campbell oh. in the movie. So I'm gonna give her a go. <laughs> See how um, that goes. Um, yeah. I mean, if you can think of any others. I was thinking of a couple for Dewey, but Dewey's one was all right. It was quite funny in the one scene he was in, um, properly. But yeah, I just think it was a bit of a missed opportunity.
1: I heard they had... um, Charisma Carpenter was maybe going to be, I guess, Gail. But she would have been all right as a Sydney.
0: Yeah, yeah, she would have been, yeah.
1: And I love her. I mean, Kate Beckinsale's lovely.
0: It would have been quite good to have like maybe like a stone cold bitch playing um, Sydney. That would mm. have been quite funny, and like having them talk to each other, you know, and then be like, you know, basically like stop being the victim all the time, Sid. Like yeah. I'm sick of. That could have been a quite a good motive to like be the murderer. Um, she <laughs> could have been like, I'm sick of wallowing in your victim characteristics all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, to be fair, that's a better motive than yeah. the actual motive.
0: So, yeah, I think they could have been, maybe I haven't thought of the best one, but I just think, uh, yeah. you know, something in there, they yeah. could have done better.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I would have liked to see, to have them hanging around with, like, the new main characters who aren't the legacy characters, Yeah, being a fake Gail, a fake Dewey, and a fake Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked that. They could have been
0: much better, couldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Which I Gale, guess... Gail was okay, but...
1: Yeah, she was good. I liked her. Yeah, <clears throat> good recruit. I like it. My, I wrote this like straight after the film. I didn't really give it a second thought, but I just wrote, "I would like to recruit Kevin Williamson." Oh, okay. To write the film. Yeah. Because it's such a shame that he didn't.
0: Yeah, I uh, completely agree with that. They
1: should have just waited until he was free.
0: Yeah, I think he would have. If if this was the idea, like he would have played much harder on those characters being the characters yeah he um, was just
1: much, he had that i think none of them felt like themselves in this film and it's because it's someone else writing them yeah but uh and he's back he, he wrote all the other ones didn't he so,
0: yeah
1: yeah he's good he's obviously just got it down
0: yeah he knows it
1: so the the writer who they got instead his surname is kruger My like yeah. kruger is that where Wes craven got the name from maybe I've never heard that sounding before. Kruger. Hmm. Have
0: you? No. Not <laughs> apart from these people.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Interesting.
0: So yeah, I think that's a good recruit. I think if you would recruit recruit him, I'd probably end up getting my way anyway. Yeah. And then, revive, I'm going to revive, Um, you know, kind of along, going on the same theme here, um, Parker Posey, who was Gail Weathers. Mm-hmm. Because I think she was the best of the bunch. She, you know, I just don't think she was necessarily given as, you know, a great shot. But if Kevin Williamson was going to do this movie again, he could recruit her again. I'm happy with that.
1: He could re- recruit Revive her. her, sorry. Right, he wouldn't have killed her. Well, he, he would. wouldn't have
0: killed her, but you know what I mean. If she's revived, she's reviven, <laughs> she's been re- given the reviven, <laughs> then, yeah, her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like my sentences. Yeah, like that's a yeah, make thank you.
1: complete sense. Yeah, I actually revived someone different. Okay. <laughs> I've chosen to revive Cotton's girlfriend.
0: She was. I mean, I don't know. That was a bad acting scene.
1: Well, my logic is she had no involvement in anything. She was an innocent bystander. She was attacked because of Cotton Weary. Yeah. Um, and I, I also think, firstly, she had to date Cotton Weary. I feel sorry for her for that. Yeah. He was not a good boyfriend, not a good person. We've established that. Um, you know, he was, like, flirting with this person on the phone. And she was way better looking than him. Yeah. She just... She already had to put up with a lot. And then, I think, she did all the right things to survive... And she was resourceful. Yeah. And she got a weapon and she hid and she locked the door really successfully. Like, the only door that Ghostface has never been able to break down. She did all the right things, but she was just caught out by the voice changer thing. So she thought it was Cotton who was trying to kill her. Yeah. So she let her guard down, but she attacked him. If he had been trying to kill her, she would have done really well. Yeah. But it wasn't him. It was the Ghostface. Yeah. So she ended up dead. And I just think, not fair.
0: Yeah, I agree. She she didn't really have a chance. No. Very confusing situation for her to be in. All of a sudden, yeah. her boyfriend's going to go nuts.
1: And it's not unbelievable that he would be trying to kill her. No. So, yeah, you know, she and she was resourceful. I liked it. She did all the right stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: On the note of that, talking about that scene and the start, I've written down. wrote at the time we watched this film, which was I don't know when, a couple of weeks ago. I wrote a little note, because I knew it was going to be a while before we recorded this. Um, and I wrote, so I basically love, you know, you know I love the trivia on IMDb, and I looked at the trivia, and I read that Lee Schreiber, is that his name, hmm. who plays Cotton Weary, in this scene, he's wearing like a white jacket and a white outfit, and he takes his jacket off when he goes in to rescue his girlfriend. So to set the scene, he's like in his car. He's in LA traffic. He gets a call from the ghost face saying...
0: Why would you going to keep calling him the ghost face? Well. Sound like Borat.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I should just say ghost face. Yeah. He gets <laughs> a call from the ghost face. He gets a call from Ghostface, And Ghostface says that they are outside the girlfriend's door and she's in the shower Mm. Uh, so Cotton is like oh no she's in trouble so he like drives off, drives through the traffic, gets home drives a nice car, he pulls up outside the house leaves his front door open of his car, I don't know if he takes the keys out so that car is gone getting stolen, then he runs into his apartment, sees the front door open so he knows like stuff's going down, he takes his jacket off and I was like that's a weird thing to do Mm. And um, then I read in the, like, how have you got time to take your jacket off but not shut your car door or Mm. take your keys out? Uh, And I read in the trivia that apparently Leave Schreiber wanted to show off his physique because he'd been working out. So he insisted that his character took his jacket off. And I thought that was funny. So I said that to you at the time. And do you remember what you said back to me?
0: I said that if I was about to get into a, Fisticuffs with a murderer.
1: Ruckus was the word. Used. All right,
0: ruckus yeah. with a murderer. I would take off my jacket too. In fact, I'd if I had the chime, <laughs> I would get on full sports equipment. <laughs> sports equipment. Full sports gear. Hockey outfit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is what you said. So Joe said, "Well, if I knew I was about to get in a ruckus, I'd definitely take off my jacket or my jumper. I'd put on shorts if I had time." Preferably, I'd get into full sports gear with some body armour. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. it's, it's sensible. It is sensible. It's also funny because it's so true.
0: It's, so be- it's better than him fighting in white jeans. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Even if he survives, he's got a mission on his hands, getting the blood out of his I pants. Like
1: his car has been stolen. Like His trousers and his jacket are the least of his worries.
0: Okay, well...
1: Practical Joe loves sports gear
0: and two days later i went to get a haircut and i text you i've just realized i've got in full sports clothes <laughs> to go for a haircut
1: i mean you would be in sports gear anyway you wouldn't need to get changed but just the image of you running into the house not going Stall into- him honey <laughs> i'm
0: just gonna get changed
1: yeah i feel like you'd do it naked before you'd do it in jeans Yes, <laughs> you just go and fight the ghost face.
0: <laughs> fight the ghost <laughs> face.
1: You go and fight ghost face in the nude.
0: Well, maybe not in the nude because I would feel a bit vulnerable. Like <laughs> any little slash he gets on you, you know, you'd be bleeding. Jeans are at least quite tough, um, mm. but I think you know movement and armor is going to win. It's going to win you the fight. <laughs>
1: So sports sport shorts and a
0: breastplate. Yep. Okay, so let's see who we think we should win.
1: Oh, yes.
0: So, shoot, we both shot the same person, so you can die.
1: Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Sid. Sorry, kids that don't get born.
0: Yeah, I'm not sorry about that, any of it. <laughs> recruit. I, I think we should recruit the original writer. I think you're right. Okay, fantastic. Kevin Williamson. And then... I think the whole movie's going to be better.
1: Yeah.
0: That's, our, that's what we're trying to do here. It's,
1: we're just trying to right the wrongs. Trying to
0: right the wrongs. Even if it's something really practical, it's just to get the original writer in. Yeah. Sack off Freddy Krueger's son. <laughs> and then revive, I agree with you. Oh, Yeah, that's, she didn't deserve it. And I don't think I'd need to revive mine anyway if we had Kevin Williamson True, it. very true. So, okay, pretty much clean sweep for you this week. Well done. Yeah,
1: thank you. It's been a while. So this is a 10-star review. I went for higher rated reviews because I didn't really love the film. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, why not have a look up there? Because I don't know what they're like. So this person, they loved it. And their headline is, I don't understand why Scream 3 is rated so low. This is honestly my favourite movie in the franchise. Actually, this is my favourite movie, period. Sydney Prescott is such a bad person in this movie. Why? I don't know. I
0: don't think she is.
1: No, I don't think so either. She's a counsellor on a women's help hot... hot,
0: hot. (laughs) She's a counsellor on a women's hotline.
1: (laughs) It's a real real tongue twister that A women's help hotline. She's a counsellor. I mean, that's a good thing. Mm. So, Sydney Prescott is such a bad person in this movie. The end as well. When the killer turns out to be Sydney's own brother. Full stop. Probably the best plotline in the series, to be honest. Thank you, Wes Craven, for directing this gem. Yeah,
0: Short, sweet. I liked it. (laughs)
1: Short, sweet, and confusing. Yeah. Uh, So this, yeah, this is also a 10-star review. So I just wanted to know, like, what is it people love about this film? Yeah. I wanted to get to the, you know, these are are the hardcore fans. Yeah. So that last one, they loved that Sydney was bad. Hmm. This one, the the headline is Scream 3. And they're written by Brandy Hutchison. Scream 3 is a killing, bloody movie. All of the characters are trying to find out who the killer is. My favourite character is Cindy.
0: Ah, Cindy, yeah.
1: (laughs) She kept herself on lockdown. She does this by not leaving her house and getting herself a dog.
0: That's how you do lockdown.
1: (laughs) It's true, we would know by now. Um, The killer can change his voice and sound like a different person. He calls them and asks them questions, then he kills them. (laughs) <laughs> the best part <laughs> I
0: love it I can imagine her t- describing her friend like why do you love this movie so much I'll tell you why there's a killer he changes his voice he calls them he loves them. questions and he kills them <laughs> how bloody good does that sound
1: Hey, <laughs> I mean, wait till you meet Cindy she's great
0: yeah
1: um the best part is when a Scream I'm guessing the name Ghostface mm. blows up Gail's house it's not Gail's house No. <laughs> and he's not called Scream it's and she's Gale. not called Cindy yeah it's fake girl.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the best part is when Scream blows up Gail's house there were people running away and putting up a fight to get away but it's no use because they know they're going to die so how about you get off that couch and go rent Scream 3 <laughs> how
0: do they know we're on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: well, not on the couch
0: no we're not yeah, that, big yeah, big fan of that brandy.
1: She yeah. loves it. She knows everyone's name.
0: Yeah, and those people that are running away from the house, there's no point in them running away because they're all gonna die. Two of them survived. So
1: Right, so I'm still trying to get into the heads of the the big fans. So i got another ten star. Uh the title is Scream Three slash and the rest of horror movies. I haven't seen this movie, but I'm all <laughs> for the Scream trilogy. It's my favourite. I can't wait until Scream is back for one more scare. I hope they make a Scream 4. <laughs> <laughs> you could just watch Scream 3. Yeah. If you're that excited for Scream 4. <laughs> the thrill of a man slash woman in a ghost mast scaring people is my idea of a thriller. Brackets laugh out loud. I can't wait until I see it. The whole idea of the freight factor of someone out to kill you is very thrilling. So I recommend you try to see as many horror and they put that in quote marks. Films as you can I absolutely love the Halloween movies And the Friday the 13th movies And the also famous Nightmare on Elm Street You must see them I swear you'll wet the bed Especially in your dreams Brackets Nightmare on Elm Street (laughs) Then he signed it off Matt (laughs) Fair enough Matt Fireman Matt
0: Fireman Matt Yeah He sounds much younger than a fireman
1: (laughs) He should just Maybe
0: that's just what he wants to be when he grows up
1: (laughs) Yeah, he hadn't seen it, but he loves the trilogy, so...
0: Yeah. so why not give a ten? Yeah. Anticipation, ten.
1: And then my last ten star... <laughs> is... Uh, the title is... I think I did a good job about <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I did a good job about what I thought of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Themselves. <laughs>
0: I think I did a good job about what I thought about the movie. Yeah. I think my, th- my I think my thoughts are good. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait um, a minute! I think I think my thoughts are good. Please
1: <laughs> say I seen Scream three, which is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bloody a go of Matt's house.
0: <laughs> rent it to him
1: It's a really great movie. It'll keep you guessing the whole way through the movie. The killers on the first two screams I got a lot sooner than I did on the third one. Scream 3 keeps you guessing the whole way through. You think it's one person, then that person gets killed and you have to pick someone else. Scream 3 answers a lot of questions I had after watching the first two screams. I'd recommend Scream 3 to anyone who asked, but first I'd tell them to watch (laughs) the first two. (laughs) Otherwise, part three won't make any sense to anyone. I liked the Scream movie so much that I bought the videos and the DVD collection. The cast in all three screams and the music made you feel what the actors were feeling. One of the great things about these movies is there's no nudity. That is very rare for horror movies, and I thought it was just great. So there you go.
0: Wow. I'm, I'm glad he's happy with his own thoughts.
1: Yeah. And I'm glad he's pleased without the nudity, because I found another review. that um, I think it was last week we had someone who just like rated different elements. Yeah. And this person does the same. They say um, 7 out of 10 is another good entry. The lack of suspense in part 2 is back, and the red stuff is more available.
0: The lack of suspense in part 2 is back.
1: Yeah, and the red stuff is The more. lack of
0: suspense in part 2 is back.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's still lacking suspense.
1: Yeah. But the 7 out of 10 seems, is a but, or category that Or do that they mean
0: the lack of suspense from part 2 is, is not back?
1: No, I think it's this is a low rating, like... People, the 7 out of 10 mark confuses people. Some people were like, it's terrible, 7 out of 10. And other people were like, it's really, really great, 7 out of 10. So it just seems to confuse people. Okay. Yeah, the lack of suspense in part two is back, and the red stuff is more available. Which, I don't know if they're talking about blood, because it's not more available. No. The franchise was back with a good entry. Horror was now back in full bloom, and luckily Wes Craven stayed for directing this franchise, which resulted in his fame. And then we get the ratings. Gore, 1 out of 5. Nudity, 0 out of 5. Effects, 3 out of 5. Story, 3 out of 5. Comedy, 0 out of 5.
0: But 7 out of 10.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it adds up to 7. It actually does add up to 7. But 7 out of 5,
0: 10, 15, 20... 7
1: out of 25.
0: (laughs) 7 out of 25, they've given it seven out of 10, which is a much different picture. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, so I've just got a couple of bits. Okay, but... Do not want more screams. <laughs> Six out of ten. I was going for the middle of the road reviews because I was kind of found it the middle of the road. Um, what is my favourite scary movie? I'll tell you this much. It's not Scream 3. The finally of this creepy and creative trilogy is here. finally. It follows the same old formula as the previous screams. Don't get me wrong, it's a good formula that works. However, it's lost its lusto. Watching Scream 3 is like watching Scream and Scream 2 again. This time, the killer executes the same death as in the movie they're filming: stab three. I do congratulate director Wes Craven for bringing us this witty horror trilogy. I am glad that he decided not to try another stab at it and make a (laughs) scream (laughs) four.
1: When was that review left? Two thousand. Ah, yeah. Little do you know,
0: Wes Craven did add another stab at it, and it was called Scream Four. This is one out of ten. I was just looking. I knew you were going high, so I was looking at different things. It should have been titled Awful. (laughs) Good burn. Very disappointing. Not revealing the murderer would have been better. The murderer is not even believable. Bottom line, waste of talent on terrible scripts and direction was blah. Patrick Dempsey was good. Mm, Don't agree with you. Neve Campbell came across tired. (laughs) And that was great. (laughs) This is why I read it to you. As for Mr. Arquette and Mrs. Cox, they should save their little eyes for one another offset and remember they are characters in a movie.
1: Oh, I think they were inappropriate.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then... Stop
1: looking at each other.
0: This is the last one. Sigh. It was going to happen. A bad scream skeep. Skeep (laughs) skeep. A bad scream sequel. Most franchises at some point get that really bad sequel. Think Jason Goes to Hell or Hellraiser Inferno. I feel like *Scream* three suffers from a bad script. Also, I have to say the movie has a curse because of Gail's Courtney Cox's bangs. <laughs> yes, those bangs were horrible. Moody really King about the curse, but those bangs were bad. Lol.
1: <laughs> they are bad bangs, baby bangs. They're hard to pull off, but you know she tried.
0: Yeah.
1: At least even Buffy can pull those off. Right. This is I found some people who just want to clear up some plot holes for us. Hmm which is fun so first person says did anyone else notice the enormous plot hole on scream 2 was presented stab but in this movie stab 3 is being shooted <laughs> and there ain't no reference to any stab 2 you know how to count one two three you know
0: i think there probably is reference to stab 2 yeah there
1: definitely is mm-hmm. but they thought it was a plot hole and then this is another one they say how the killer really found sydney's number I can't believe no one found out how the killer found Sydney's number. Some of you, including the characters in the movie, suspect that the killer found it by using Dewey's cell phone. Well, they're right and wrong at the same time. Yes, the killer was using a cell phone, but no, it wasn't Dewey's. If you paid attention to the beginning of the movie, you'd know a guy named Cotton Weary. He was not only the first person the killer stabbed, but the first person the killer called for information on the whereabouts of Sydney. After Cotton was killed, the killer must have taken the cell phone and copied the number off of it. Speaking of Dewey, if you really paid attention to the movie, you'd know that conversation Dewey and Gail had about how he removed Sidney's case file from police archives. That's the reason why the killer called Cotton. I don't blame the killer. If Sid's mum hadn't slammed the door in his face, he wouldn't have Billy tried to kill her in the first movie.
0: Hmm, it's true.
1: Uh, and then, <laughs> seven out of ten, this is the whole review. The tagline is, that part is not a mistake. I'd just like to comment that when the killer had the five people trapped in the house with the power cut off, if you thought that the fax machine should not have been working because the power was off, you're wrong. If you look closely, next to the fax machine is a UPS backup system. This shows that the fax machine will still work even if the power is turned off.
0: <laughs> I did not care about that.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't know was that, but...
0: Fair enough, I'm glad that I know now.
1: Yeah, the more you know, yeah. the smarter you will be
0: and that was screen three <laughs> not as good as the others but still good yeah well okay yeah if you can't watch any of the others <laughs> this is the only one you can watch don't watch it first but with a beer and some popcorn on Friday night you might do the job
1: yeah
0: so next week we're going to do Scream four well we might have a week off
1: We've just put the dishwasher on, so sorry about that. But uh, we might as well just draw a line under the Scream chapter. Hmm. So we'll do Scream 4.
0: Yeah, might as well complete this. the set.
1: We'll be even rustier by then, because Joe's going on holiday. Yeah. So there won't be an episode next week, but you can use that time to catch up on the other Screams. Yeah, and
0: watch all the bloody Scream movies.
1: And then listen to all the bloody Scream episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we'll see you in a, in a couple of weeks. And we'll finish Scream and then we'll move on.
0: Yeah. To Scream the TV series. <laughs> no, we're
1: not going to do that.
0: <laughs> we actually just finished all series one of on that yesterday.
1: Yeah. But, but.
0: That's for another time.
1: Yeah. All right. So um, thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. Speak to you soon.
1: yeah, have a good week and goodbye.
0: Scrave switches out. <laughs>